What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Sound Money Podcast. I'm your host, Steve McGarry here. And on this episode, I'm going to be going over the NFT space and why it is meaningful right now. Now, there is a lot of chatter around the uh, what NFT is and what NFTs mean and how you can get involved. So what I wanted to do was kind of slice through a lot of that. So if that's interesting, definitely stick around through the end uh, of this episode today. Now, first and foremost, NFT stands for non-fungible token. So in other words, each one of these is unique. A lot of the most popular commentary around this space was around CryptoKitties, which was a project created a couple of years ago now, which is wild to think about that it's been a few years and it was these kitten designs that was on the Ethereum network, and it completely bogged down the entire network. It was crazy. Everybody was uh, complaining about how things were going slow, and come to find out it was kittens that were <laughs> clogging the network. So I believe that a lot of the founders today, for example, Jimmy over at Avastars, first heard about non-fungible tokens through CryptoKitties and myself. I really got into the space after seeing the explosive growth around CryptoKitties. And a lot of people, it was their first experience, that aha moment when you saw that fun little design on there and it represented this uh, long snippet of code. And I think that it was a beautiful thing. A lot of people complained about it at the time, but looking back, it was a very paramount moment for the entire industry. And now, fast forwarding to today, we have incredible growth and incredible projects with people like Metacoven, who I'm bringing on the show here shortly, uh, who have created a, a tokenized way of people being able to get access to a very large portfolio of artwork from a very well-known artist named Beeple. And I attended the event in the virtual world CryptoVoxels, they were doing it in Decentraland, and it was a collection called B20. It was a fantastic experience, absolutely mind-blowing to watch that many people uh, attend <laughs> this crazy kind of virtual world conference where people were uh, just dancing around to a really famous DJ. I believe you pronounce it Blau uh, is how you pronounce it, but incredible to see how far things have come, all the way from CryptoKitties that really just paved the the first initial stone in, in this long path to what we saw this past weekend at the B20 event, where you just had so many people packing in to uh, that space and uh, partying, essentially celebrating the Beeple collection and the fact that they could get access to a percentage of that collection. Now, I'm really proud to say that uh, the team at Grow Your Base specifically John, the CEO of Grow Your Base, has been working tirelessly on getting that uh, over the line and working on the token economics of the entire bundle. And just really proud of the fact that he was able to pull all of that off. Over the holidays, he was working on it, and it was just a crazy time to, to watch. So next up, now that we know what NFTs are, kind of the origin story, I'll call CryptoKitties a little bit around the origin of when very important and prominent people in the industry started paying attention. Uh, that was kind of the influx of people that started building things out around it was after the CryptoKitties explosion of growth. So 
now that we kind of understand that, I wanted to shift gears a little bit into why it is important. Now, a lot of people have, uh, you know, DM'd me asking questions about why should I care about this? Uh, you know, can't somebody just take like a screenshot of this? What's what's the issue here? Why why am I not? <laughs> what am I missing? And ultimately, there is value in intent uh, of digital ownership. And I think that this is something that the founders of Nifty Gateway, one of the predominant um, owned by Gemini uh, exchanges out there right now where artists collaborate with them, they do drops, thousands of people buy their artwork within seconds and it sells out. And it's just a, a, a hype machine marketplace essentially for these to artists, which is incredible because they're selling hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of artwork um, and very, very cool to watch in real time. So once you understand the intent uh, that the uh, the founders of Nifty Gateway were talking about that I really appreciate is if an artist creates a one of one of something, that artist intends for there always to be a one of one. They intend for there never to be one of two or one of three. They just intend for it to be that specific amount of pieces. And I think that with the digital trail of the ledger that people are able to see the ownership, it's it's a powerful thing. When you can look back through who all has owned this piece of artwork, it's an incredible uh, achievement. Whereas the current art world is, you know, literally written on the back of some paintings. It's written on pieces of paper all the way back to like the 1800s, who owned it at this time. And it's just such an archaic and old and broken system that I'm really excited for, for what's to come. And a lot of you guys know that my mom was and is uh, a artist. She is uh, very, very skilled and has been an artist all my life. She taught me a lot about creativity and about art and the importance of art and culture and things like that as a kid. And I think that this space really represents a lot of uh, where things are moving around ownership and digital ownership and the importance of owning things online, digitally. And I think that the only time in human history we've ever really been able to prove that someone owns something is now with cryptography using the blockchain. You're able to hold on to this piece of history that sits on chain and you hold it. You hold the keys. You hold that fully on your own. No one can take that from you. And I think it's a, a very empowering thing given nowadays we're all the product of, of people just selling our data, you know, with Facebook, Twitter, all these companies just kind of hawking our data at the, the highest bidder. It's just become this sort of saturated world of personal data out there uh, being processed by payment companies through browsers and things like that. And it's just a really kind of bleak way of looking at the future unless we have a way of fully owning something. So I believe that NFTs are filling that space. We have baked in scarcity. We can apply certain attributes to these different uh, non-fungible assets. And it just represents a lot of exciting things. And there's governance components to it. There's all different really cool projects that are being developed now. And I think that when you're really thinking about how important ownership is as someone that either runs a business or let's say you run 
any sort of creative uh, media online, which is everyone at this point, you're, you're producing something online. If you're on Twitter, you're producing tweets and there's actually a, a place now that can buy and sell, uh, tweets that are NFTs, which is a, a, it seems like a gimmick, but ultimately it's just experimentation and people are just really testing the, testing the barriers and, um, the limits to see what they can achieve and what this technology can really do. So I like the idea of identity, um, you know, because obviously you're a one of one listening to this. I'm a one of one. Everybody's a one of one. I like the idea of controlling, having ownership over something like a digital avatar online, you know, with projects like Avastars. I think that that's a really empowering aspect of this. Going from that, having an avatar to going to a virtual world, like a meetup or a conference or something like that where you have all these wearables all over you. You have a branded shirt, you have cool uh, kicks on. And I think I, I purchased some shoes from No Shot uh, quite a while ago on his previous drop that he did. And you know, wearing those shoes, people would just ask me questions about them because they were just so crazy looking and so cool that that makes sense. That cracks the nut in your head that says, all right, this is an important technology that I am, I, I can own pieces in this virtual world that no one else can own. I can own these one of one shoes. I can own these one of one everything within these virtual worlds, this plot of land. And that kind of brings me to my virtual world part here. And I think with things like the sandbox, things like Decentraland, crypto voxels, and uh, Somnium space, there's just so much movement happening in this industry that it's really impossible for someone to challenge the importance of ownership within these projects already, because there's thousands of people operating across all these, we call it the metaverse, and operating across all the metaverse, you have to have pieces that you own within that. And similar to the current universe here and physical reality, you have to, you know, use things. You have to use tools around you, your laptop, your headphones, all these things you have to use to, you know, plug into what we call society. So I think that there are a lot of really cool things that people are doing within these virtual worlds with NFTs. And one of the ones that I really wanted to highlight here is that there are uh, companies that are starting to do architecture within these spaces because you buy a parcel of land and you can build on it. And one of the coolest ones from the B20 event that once again, guys, if you are new here, don't forget to be subscribed because I'm going to be talking to Metacoven soon. And, uh, you know, he is the guy behind Metapurse and they are the ones that did the uh, massive, massive Beeple deal, the historic Beeple auction where they accumulated uh, this over a million dollar portfolio and are tokenizing it that sold out within a matter of minutes at the event this past weekend. So he's going to be on the show. So don't forget to subscribe. And I wanted to bring up Voxel Architects. And these guys are pretty phenomenal. And if you look at the uh, the Twitter feed around the event this past weekend, you can see, you know, obviously their highlighted work because they designed this amazing museum. And it is something that is a, a new 
piece of art. Um, I, I really was quite stunned at, at the attention to detail that they did. And it's such a crazy, a crazy thing to now have architects within the, the crypto voxels world building out these builds and essentially contractors coming in and, and building these buildings. And I just, I just see so many endless possibilities. And sometimes that can be a little bit inundating. Like you can get a little lost in the, in the, in the weeds there when you're just building with such a blue ocean, but ultimately there is a, a really exciting sentiment within the space right now of all of these big time projects, brands coming into the space from all the things from collectibles to virtual worlds to artwork. And everybody's really just trying to piece together all of these different things. And that was why I was really excited with, you know, what we've been doing cross chain with all these different platforms at grow your base. You know, we've been working with companies on wax. We've been working with companies on EOS, on Phantasma. I mean, so many different chains that it's really about sewing everything together, helping people navigate this crazy metaverse and helping them navigate all these different networks. And I think that it's very important to provide that mesh that goes between all of these different networks, because it's not going to be, you know, one chain rules them all. It has to be an accumulation of all these people working together. And that will be the, the end result is something that is tinkered a bunch of times from the, the fallen heroes that have <laughs> deployed all these, these, uh, experiments over the course of the past few years. So really overall, very exciting space. And I highly recommend that you guys go and check out all the projects that I've mentioned. Obviously stick around this show because I'm going to be bringing on more people from this space because I'm fascinated by it. And I think there's enough movement, especially in gaming going on and art that, uh, we have a lot to cover. So that is it for this episode of the Sound Money Podcast. If you guys like it, be subscribed wherever you're listening to this. And I'm hopefully going to be putting out more content over the coming weeks. There will be more uh, YouTube videos. So definitely check that out at Hack Crypto. And I will see you guys on the next episode here on the Sound Money Podcast.